Now, the latest news on Tasmanian racing. Turk Warrior kicked out by two and a half, three, now four. What an exciting youngster he is. Turk Warrior goes down to win brilliantly. Mystic Journey over the top takes the lead. She is one for him to Mystic Journey's won the All-Star by an elected opponent. Here's the inevitable flashing down the outside. Oh, the little jab's going to do them. First accused hit the front, but on the outside, the inevitable. Dash past and won brilliantly. Oh, gee, how good is he? It's time for Tassie Time. Tassie Time is presented by Ladbroke Summer Racing Festival. It's on right across Tasmania, right across summer. Racing on the centre stage in the festival of all things Tasmania has to offer. All the info you need is at summerracingfestival.com.au and it was the inevitable who stole the show once again on Hobart Cup Day. Leads away from Sir Simon. Here he comes. Here he is. The inevitable. Oh, he descends on them. He pounces past them. Alpine Wolf runs into second spot. Boy, he deserves a crack at the All-Star Mile. The inevitable. The little champ wins again. Alpine Wolf in second. First accused third. Uh, I'm loving Colin McNiff's call every time the inevitable burst cleared down right. in Tasmania. I think he's got a little bit more than a man crush on the inevitable as I say hello to Peter Staples. How are you, Peter? A <laughs> man crush. I love that. I have. <laughs> Why not? He's, <laughs> uh, he's an does. absolute whipper. Uh, that's probably his most dominant win, I-, I think. He was so soft on the line. Oh, he just... Honestly, he treated them with absolute contempt, and it was, you know, it was a good field. Like, you know, it was, um, and he, but when he let down, when David got him, when he just went down, he stood up on him in the last hundred, like, and he could have won by six or seven if he wanted to, um, and he's put up an absolute treat. Spoke to Scotty this morning, and he just uh, can't believe how well he's pulled up. And I'm tipping that I know he's, the nominations are, you know, are out for the uh, Launceston Cup Day meeting in Halibur Street over 1600. But, you know, it'd be interesting to see whether Scott progresses or whether he, you know, says, no, we'll just go straight to the All-Star Mile. Um, you know, it was five and a bit weeks between runs to, to last Sunday. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, he's... And he's in really good order, the horse, and he can, he can come off a five-week break, you know, it's... Boy, you know, it's exciting. And I, honestly, I really believe if he gets in that all-star mile, he's going to give it a shake. Well, he's currently sitting seventh in the voting uh, with 2,700 votes. Uh, I'd imagine there's going to be even more of a groundswell with the Tasmanian champ. All the locals uh, will have to get behind him. And, I mean, he probably, on what he's been doing this time, in deserves his place in the field. Um, regardless of the votes, but it would be nice if you could lock that away with your your votes for him. Oh, look, absolutely, and like everybody, you know, everyone loves a little Aussie battler, and and that's what he is. Like people need to realise this horse was down and out. Um, you know, after the the Golden Eagle, he got you know illness and injuries. They couldn't bring him home from Mossman where he was staying um, for two months, um, and. Then when he got home and then they nursed him back to health and then he had little niggling injuries and, you know, things went wrong and it was like, you know, Murphy's Law, you know, one thing goes wrong, the next thing's going to go wrong. As soon as you think you've got it right, bang, as soon as you say you've got it right, something else happens. So, and But it wasn't until Tegan said Tegan Keyes got his life partner and co-trainer, um, 
said, I think we should jump him, you know, give him a, a yeah. reason to get something new into his training regime and let's build some jumps in the forest and put him up and let him do it. Well, he took to it like, you know, you wouldn't believe and it turned him around, it really did and he started to do or enjoy all his other work and going for a swim was just a bonus and, um, yeah, he's and he's doing now because the course is happy, you know, and happy horses make, you know, when they're really good and have the ability that he's got and he doesn't have the issues, boy, you know, and that's what he's doing. And, uh, you know, you keep this horse up for another five and a half weeks and put him over there in Mooney Valley and, uh, yeah, he'd, uh, he'll make his presence felt all right. He's $26, Pete. Do you think he's been underestimated by uh, the main, mainland bookmakers? He was better at 51 a week and a bit ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was good. <laughs> and he's now $26. And seriously, if, um, yeah, look, it's, yeah, I think it's, you know, I think it's fantastic value. Um, you know, this horse has competed with the really good horses at the top level. Like, he went and went to Sydney and won a Silver Eagle, and that had not been for that stupid mishap with the truck and spending three-quarters of an hour having to walk around a, a service station while we're waiting for another truck to come and get him and then take him to the races after that ordeal. Then he gets into the, the, the Golden Eagle and he jumps, and they just absolutely smashed him from both sides. Poor little bugger, he got stripped in the run, um, and he still had the audacity to, to to try and run on in the straight, which he did. And, uh, you know, he's... Oh, look, I, you can't say enough about the horse. He's just an absolute little freak. And Matty Stewart saw him on um, on Sunday for the first time in the flesh. Um, and he said he couldn't believe how how big he looked. It's just that he's long, you know, he's got that... And he takes a long stride for... a not he's not a tall horse he's under 15 hands high but he just covers the ground and he just is just loving what he's doing and you know in this frame of mind and in this condition that scott and tegan have got him right, please vote for him because um you get a chance to win two hundred and fifty thousand if you vote for him and he gets in and he wins you could be one of the lucky ones who draws his name and uh, wins a quarter of a million dollars cash thanks for coming well, I hope he does run Launceston Cup Day because I want to see him down there when we come down uh, next week. So uh, we'll, we'll. Oh, they might speak. bring him up. They might bring him up just for you, mate. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, <laughs> Don't have that. Uh, hey, so you can have a look of, at him. Speaking of Launceston Cup Day, can they beat Military Mission, who was so dominant in the Hobart Cup? Well, I just think whatever else. Um, I haven't got the the noms at twelve. The uh, noms at twelve o'clock. So I have a better idea then. I haven't been told what's coming or what's staying or dark dream will, will run he stayed in the state um so i'm just thinking uh yeah i'll uh, um um yeah look if, if nothing else comes of any note um it's his for the taking because he was awesome when owner coston um said that um you know he was always traveling like the winner to her and it was just a nice race for him and, you know, what Gay's horses are like. You know, they're on speed runners. They don't have to lead this one. And they rode him just off the speed and just behind the pace and went out to rode him an absolute treat. Um, and he made them look ordinary in the last 200. Um, so he's staying in the state up at Adam Trinders at Devonport. So he's got an even shorter trip to the track next Wednesday. 
and uh, I would think that um, if he takes that sort of form into the race, he is the one to beat, that's for sure. Um, Glass Warrior, um, I don't know whether they'll have a rider change for Glass Warrior. Um, young Chelsea Baker's ridden her the last uh, three starts, and they wanted her for a whole campaign, but things just haven't worked out, so I think John and the connections are... I think they're toying up with maybe a replacement rider, but... Um, um, Chelsea's due for a good one on her, so <laughs> um, who knows what happens there. But I think she's still the best of the locals. But Travelling Gigolo ran second um, at $26 to um, to military mission. And I think he'll he'll have done the world of good from that run. And I think he'll represent a bit of a danger um, in the Lonnie Cup. So first and second in the Hobart Cup, I think, what I've saw and what I know, I think they'll probably be the two in the market on Lonnie Cup Day. And we go back to last Friday. Dunkel started a dollar twelve in the Derby and it was <laughs> another Houdini act. Have a listen to this. Uh, gee, this favourite's under all sorts of pressure trying to get a run. Happy Clan leads away. Abrupt Dunkel trying to get through. Dunkel getting a gap now to come after the leaders. Abrupt just in front. Dunkel's going to grab it. Dunkel, oh boy, heart palpitations if you took the odds. Dunkel has got up to score. Not sure second. Abrupt maybe in a photo there. Uh, did you speak to Harry Coffey after that race? Because Dunkel's given him a few heart palpitations in his recent wins, but he's a horse that just finishes so strongly. I did talk to Harry after the race when we were walking back to um, to weigh in, and I said, so where did you think you were going to finish 150 from home? He said, third. <laughs> yeah. He said, but the horse just took the gap. He just He just wants to win. He's a freak. He's he's one of the most promising three-year-old stayers. I think that um, Paddy Payne's put a bridle on for a while. Um, he he just wants to find the line. And I watched the replay, the head-on replay, and you can see that he went inside, he went outside, couldn't find a room, and then the gap was there. And Harry sort of just half sort of tugged a bit on the right rein, and and then bang, the horse just went through the gap and. He, um, yeah, it was enormous. And I was actually taking the picks right on the line and I watched it and he just surged. He just surged through the last 50 metres and uh, it was just exciting to watch. Uh, but it was a hard watch for those who took the shorts, I'm telling you. It's, um, but he won the race and um, um, I've not spoken to Patrick yet. Um, um, if you're listening out there, Patrick, waiting for you to give me the call, brother. Um, but just to find out what you're doing with him next. But he's, uh, he's an exciting prospect. And, yeah, it was uh, yeah that was a, a good win, a really good win. Sole choice uh, was good it, too for... Oh, I was going to Sorry? say, uh, sole, sole choice was uh, was arrogant on that same meeting. And, and she'll start a pretty short price favourite in the Oaks on Sunday. Yeah, look, they've, they've got a few to come over and, and have a bit of a, have a, bit of a, um, a lash at it. Um, I know that uh, Danny O'Brien's um, reasonably keen on his um, his filly, um, and that's Hoops. Um, they decided to bring Hoops a couple of weeks ago, and um, but um, you've got Chris Beggs got um, Osteelis, um in it. Um, Trevor Andrews is persevering with Serious Princess. Um, um, Annabelle Neesham's bringing um, Bada Boom Baby, um, and the only. 
three locals in the race. That's Needs Choice that ran second to Soul Choice in the Strut Stakes last Friday. And then Johnny Black is to Cloudy Nights um, and uh, Unique Glow. Unique Glow contested the derby and Cloudy Nights finished um, behind them in the um, in the Strut Stakes. But I would think that Soul Choice just you know brings her A-game and Josie will um, and she'll just lead and don't know much about hoops and the others, but I'll have a study of the form and see where they fit in the picture. But, gee, they're going to have to be a bit special to beat Soul Choice. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, Pete's going to be another big weekend. Uh, it's the Oaks Magic Millions, the sales on Monday, and then we'll be down there next Wednesday for the Launceston Cup, which will also be your final day as a racing journalist. Uh, so it'll be tinged with a touch of sadness for you, Pete, but we'll look forward to being there on your big hurrah. I can hardly wait. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Pete. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Cheers, mate.